I'm going to share a few things with you that I've done myself as far as this thing that we call um, sickness or disease. Okay. I'm going to share some information with you. Um, Some psychological exercises, if you will, that you can adopt into your psyche and into your everyday routine. Again, as always, the information that I share with you, to most of you, excuse me, it is radical and it is foreign because most of you are not um, I guess used to hearing this type of information it's not in your social circles your co-workers are not really talking about it family members wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend you don't really hear people talking about this type of information. And uh, one thing to keep in mind is that it is not new information. Just because you've never heard it, it doesn't mean that it's new information. This information has been around always since as far as you can think of. This information has always been And for some of us, very few of us, um, me being one of them, this information is the foundation of my existence. Okay? And so, I'm not just talking or sharing this information. This is the very foundation, the very core of who I am and what I am. Okay, so I'm just going to get right into it. Like I have shared before, people do not experience what you would call sickness or disease. And I'm understanding that people think that they need to have a label, a title for everything. It needs to have a name. If you are experiencing something, if you see something, if you, I don't know, maybe come across something or you hear about something, whatever, you know, most people would say, okay, well, what is it? What is that? What do you call that? And so, In actuality, sickness and disease, the real name for it, because obviously the name was changed for a particular reason, but anyway, I'll get into that later. Sickness, disease, its real name, what it is really called, is a lower vibration. That's what it is. It's an extremely low, low vibration. And so 
What happens when you are experiencing a really low vibrational energy shift? You appear to be as quote unquote, most people would say sick or have a disease or you may be depressed. You may not be happy. You may not feel that well. Um, You may feel fatigued, tired, things like that. And these things are not called sicknesses. It's not a disease. But it is to my understanding that this lower vibration has been given an unjust name. And they like to call it stage four cancer. They like to call it cancer, the flu, coronavirus, heart attack, stroke, a cold, um, diabetes, you name it. They have all sorts of names for this really, really low vibrational frequency. And honestly, when you give something a particular title, when you give it a name, you don't just give it a name. You have to give it a definition. There's a reason why particular things have a name. And the reason why that is, is to bring about a particular effect or change or shift in consciousness. Okay. Like if you were hungry, you would be experiencing, uh, how could I, how could I really describe this? You would experience, um, you would have, I guess, a really strong craving for food. And until you actually get a hold of some food, you would probably feel things like um, maybe low energy, uh, nausea, you know, uh, fatigued, tired, you know, you don't want to really do much. So things like that. And so they would call that they would say, "Okay, well, you are hungry based on the frequency based on the vibrational frequency you are experiencing we would say that you are hungry and you need food and so they would label foods as chicken rice beef macaroni cheese milk cereal you name it different types of foods and then you would eat and you feel better and what have you But with sickness, disease, a lot of you, too many of you, in my opinion, have given the word sickness and disease way too much power, too much life. And I realized that if you were told that you were experiencing a particular sickness or disease based on the severity of it 
you would e- you would either panic or you would display some form of fear based on whatever they told you that you were experiencing. Because honestly, for example, stage four cancer. Now it is said that most people or most doctors would tell you that, okay, if you reach the point that you now have stage four cancer, that it's pretty much over for you and that you should prepare for the worse. And that um, some doctors would say that you do not have very long to live. These things are lies. Just as many people that have perished or as or died from stage four cancer, there are just as many that have lived and that are still living. But honestly, the truth of the matter is simply this. Stage four cancer has never taken your life. Nor has any disease or any sickness ever taken your life. And it will never take your life because it can't. And it doesn't matter, honestly, it doesn't matter how much energy or effort or life you put into it. It cannot take your life. Because, honestly, what you are truly missing is that you are not feeding the cancer itself. You are feeding the fear of it. It is the fear behind the cancer or behind the disease, behind the sickness that's killing you. Honestly, it is not the very thing itself. It's the fear of it. And because you are so overwhelmingly terrified, your fear causes you to die. But then we have another element. Because you don't die. You change forms. I know a lot of you have a very difficult time wrapping your head around that. But honestly, I don't see why you should. We are immortal and you do not die. You change the form that you may be currently or presently in. You change that particular form and you go into a different form. But the element of dying itself is not something that you are experiencing. You are not dying. You have not died. You are simply shifting over to another form. You're going to another dimension, another frequency in a different what we would call body. Or another form, another shape. Because the physical body, as I've said many, many times, the physical body is not physical, it's not tangible, it is not made of matter. Now again, I know this is hard for you to understand because you've been so conditioned to believe that we are physical, tangible human beings. 
and that it is a normal, natural thing to experience death and sickness and disease and for us to grow old. These things are not natural, nor are they normal. And for those of you that do believe in God or the source, the field, whatever you want to call it, God has never experienced death. God has never experienced sickness or disease and nor will it ever. God will never experience that. Everything is energetic energy. Everything is energy. What does that mean? What is energy? Energy is nothing solid or tangible. Honestly, you could put your hands out in front front of you with a slight space between them and just focus on the space in between your hands and you could feel energy. That's what energy is. And honestly, it is not... We're not blind to it. Some people say, well, why can't I see energy? Actually, you can see it. But the mistake that you are making is believing that you can see energy with your physical eyes. You don't see with your physical eyes. Just like you don't hear with your physical ears. Your mind, the mind, is the source of all. The mind is the source of all. You have some people that, honestly, have been, I would say, you have some people in the world that do not experience what we would call pain. Now, some may have been born that way and some have recondition themselves to be that way. Think of pain or anything else like this. If you have a smartphone and I send you a text message, your smartphone is going to notify you by saying you have an incoming text message and you should check it and see what the contents of it is. Same thing with the physical body. The mind, if you will. No, excuse me. I I guess I can say it like this. I guess you would say the body, because we are not the body, we are the mind. The physical body would say, hey, I seem to be having a particular experience here. And I'm not sure what to do with this experience. How should we feel and how should we act based on this experience here? And then the mind, based on your own psychological programming, would say, okay, we are going to either A, we're going to be fearful and terrified and worry and stress, and then go see a doctor to in, to in turn then have the doctor give us some information that it, that would make us more fearful put us in put us in a position where we are even more terrified 
And then the doctor will tell us that we need life-threatening medication that's going to have a million side effects. And then at some point, in the midst of all that, your fear being the source of all of this whole thing here will say, okay, you have you have now given me a sufficient amount of fear. Now I can take this fear that you have given me and the fear being the stress, the worry, the energy, the effort, the attention, the focus that you have put into whatever this thing is. But the fear is sucking up all that stuff here and says, okay, now I have enough fear. You have fed me enough fear. Now I have the power to actually kill you. And so then you experience what most people would say is death. But it doesn't work that way. And it only works that way based on what you decide you want to believe. See, understand this. The physical body. You have to understand that the physical body has already come fully equipped with every known sickness and disease. And when this 24-hour broadcast is running, okay, that is the messages that only you can hear subconsciously or psychologically. And when you hear these messages, you have one or two options. You can either accept and adopt this programming and therefore take it into your psyche and then have an experience, whether it be a pleasant one or unpleasant. But because of the 24-7 broadcast, not from your spirit council, but from the 24-hour broadcast that is running, it is running a 24-7 negative and lower vibrational frequency broadcast. So that means anything that you accept from this broadcast is going to be detrimental to you. Okay. Your fear, as James Allen said before, fear has been known to kill a man as speedily as a bullet. I'm sharing this with you to say this. And I know it may be easier said than done, but at some point you have to try. You have to get in there and just say, you just have to do it. You just got to get in there and do it. Because you really have nothing to be fearful of. Sickness and disease, it's not the thing that it's killing you. It's the fear of it. And the fear of anything it's, is what's killing you. We all could have stage four cancer. As a matter of fact, we all do. But the difference between some of you and some of us is that we don't recognize stage four cancer as something that's detrimental to us. We see it for what it really is. It's just energy. And we get to decide what energy that we will accept and what energy we won't accept. We get to decide the outcome of whatever this energy source is. So for us, for for me, for example, stage four cancer, honestly, to me, it is nothing. 
I see stage four cancer for what it really is. It's just energy. And it can't affect me because I said it can't. And I won't allow that to affect me because first of all, we're not physical, tangible beings. So therefore, stage four cancer or any other type of disease or sickness will ever, ever have any type of effect on my body because I am not the body. And stage four cancer cannot affect the mind. Because first of all, I am not afraid, nor do do I live in fear of any type of sickness or disease. Because when I'm walking about my daily, my everyday routine, my life, my existence, I am not neither psychologically nor subconsciously worried or stressing or thinking about sickness or disease. It is not a dominant thought of mine. As a matter of fact, it isn't a thought of mine, period. Because I don't care about it. I can care less, honestly. I can care less about any type of disease or sickness. I I literally do not care. Because I know the truth is of the matter is that it's nothing because it is nothing. When you put your focus, when you put your attention, your energy, your effort into something, you are going to have an experience. You are feeding it. You are giving it life. You are accepting whatever it is into your existence to say, yes, I want to have this experience. And because I'm so terrified of it, you are making it even stronger. Because if you are afraid of something, you are strengthening that energy source to make it more apparent in your life. And now you're really going to experience it. But if you come face to face with it and see it for what it really is and declare you're nothing, you have no power on me because I'm not afraid of you. And the reason why you have no power over me, because you're not even real. I'm not the body and you can't affect something that I'm not. You can't make me sick because I have nobody. I have nobody to even get sick with. I am not a physical, tangible body. So you can't infect me with any type of sickness or disease because I don't even have a body. I'm mind. I am literally all mind, all consciousness, all energy, all vibrational frequency. I'm not a physical body. And when you know that truth, when you fully understand that truth, you are literally untouchable. Now, yes, again, This information is foreign and radical, but that's exactly the way it is. Now, for those of you that are not used to this type of understanding, this this type of information, I would not recommend you try doing this overnight because you've been conditioned for so long that For some of you, it may not work overnight. For some of you, it may. For some, it may not. And so basically, in order to get a real handle on this thing called sickness and disease, you have to see it for what it really is. Understand that and tell yourself, say this to yourself. I'm not sick. I don't get sick. 
I have an immunity to all sicknesses, all disease. I have immunity to all pain. I am not the physical body. I am all mind. I am all consciousness. I am a vibrational frequency. I am not a physical, tangible being. You see, repetition is the key to mastery. The more you do something, the better it gets, the stronger you get. And the more you do something, your psychological mind, your subconscious mind is now adopting that program. It's like it, it, it's you're doing something over and over and over and over again until it accepts it and say, OK, I got it. Now, usually most people would say that to rebuild a new habit, it takes 29 to 31 days. But that's not always true. Depending upon how strong your belief, how strong the emotion is behind the belief meaning the heart and mind come together. And when the two come together and become married, anything is possible. Anything is possible, which will enable you to manifest instantaneous within a split second. The moment you declare it, there it is. Is it impossible? To manifest instantaneous? No, it is not. Can things be done overnight? Yes, they can. Now, some people may say, well, so, well, some things just can't be done overnight. Actually, they can. Because time, which most people are still falling victim to, time is really an illusion. It's not real. You think God goes by time? You think he keeps account of everything by time? No. You think he, you, you think God ha has this existence based on time? You think this earth and energy performs based on time? It does not. There is no time. It's an illusion. And you learn to recondition yourself, recondition yourself to how you want to live, recondition yourself to how you want your existence for you to be. The question for yourself is, how do I want to live? What do I want? What do I really want? I understand that if you can spend years and years and years at a job, if you can spend hours and hours and hours training to do something, learning to do something, then you can take that same time to recondition yourself so that your life can be exactly how you want it to be. Imagine this. Some of you go to school, whether you go into the physical classroom or you take online classes. Now, for the most part, some of you spend between maybe five to six, possibly seven, or maybe even eight hours in a class, studying, learning, okay? Imagine if you took eight hours every single day for three months, okay? Imagine if you took eight hours of your day, every single day for three months, to learn, to reteach, to 
recondition yourself to do something that you actually wanted to do. Imagine that. What if you spent those eight hours every single day for three months recondition yourself to be a multi-billionaire? And in the midst of that reconditioning, you are telling yourself that you are electromagnetic. And we are. We are electromagnetic. What does that mean? We're magnets. That means that you don't need to go out and get what you want and to get the things that you want. They will come to you because you are electromagnetic. The things that you want will come to you. James Allen said it perfect. You get that which you are, not that which you want. Do you understand what that means? You get that what you are, not that what you want. So let's say that you're about working hard, taking care of your family, making sure all the bills is paid, all of these things. But yet you want to live a million dollar lifestyle. Well, you'll never win the lottery because that's not what you are. You're about working hard. And when I say working hard, I mean really bare bone, hands to the pavement, working hard. You don't believe in things just coming to you so easily because that's not what you're about. That's not what you are. So in, in order to get what you want, you must become the very thing that you want. You must become what it is. If you want to be wealthy, you must, you literally must become wealthy. What does becoming wealthy means? That means vibrate to the frequency of wealth. What does that mean? That means every single day, 24 seven, you must live as if you already are. Live as if you already live in the mansion. Live as if you already have billions of dollars in your bank account. Live as if you already drive the most fanciest, most beautiful car in the world. Live as if you live as if you're already taking vacations all around the world. You're happy all the time. You're content. You're grateful. You acknowledge the wealth in your life. You acknowledge the abundance in your life. And you're grateful for it. And you visualize these things. You can see these things in your mind every single day. You see, you see yourself living this lifestyle every single day. And when you do this every single day and when you visualize these things and when you live according to that, it is inevitable that the universe will literally manifest the very thing that you are. It will give you the very thing that you are. It will start coming to you because now you are attracting what you are now because you've became the wealth, you became the abundance. Now that is literally all you are attracting now. Do you understand? Now, you see, the thing is, we were never meant to work hard. And I hear a lot of you say, well, you know what? I work hard for the money I get. I work hard to get this. I work hard to get that. I understand that, and that's fine. But you were never meant to work hard. Things were never meant to be difficult for you. Why? Because if only you knew how extremely, how incredibly freaking powerful you really are and how connected to everything that you are, 
you would understand that, damn, he's right. I don't need to work hard. All I need to do is declare what I want, become the very thing that I want, and it's going to come to me no matter what. Look at rich, wealthy people. They seem to be living on top of the world. They have everything. They don't seem to have a bad day ever in their life. Even though they do, they have. we all have our moments. But see, here's the thing. When you're on that frequency, you experience more good than you do bad. But see, here's the difference between a person that's wealthy and a person that's not. See, the wealthy person, when they have what you would, what you, when they have what you would consider a bad day, they don't look at it as having a bad day. They look at it, hmm, okay. This is obviously happening for a reason. And so I'm not gonna get mad. I'm not gonna make a big fuss. I'm not gonna get all out of character because I understand that whatever this is that I'm experiencing, this, why this is happening, there's a reason why this particular thing is happening. Okay, so let me counteract that with this, by feeling like this, by thinking like this, by doing this, taking this particular action. See, wealthy people, they look at failure as a step closer to attaining their goal. So for them, failure is not an option. In their mind, there is no such thing as having a bad day. No. They understand that everything happens for a reason. And see, everything really does happen for a reason because what you think is bad, someone else may think is good. See, look at it like this. Let's say you want to be a millionaire. And so you always have help from your spirit council. And they're like, okay, you want to be a, a millionaire. Okay. Uh, so this is what you do. You go and you buy a lottery ticket. And you don't win. And every single day you're buying lottery tickets and you're not winning. You're like, wow, how come, how come I'm not winning? And then, see, you start getting this message that says, hey, um, you're good with your hands, aren't you? You know how to, you like you know how to create. You know how to do this. You know how to do that. I'm not talking about working hard. Okay, and they say, hey, you know what? Go over here and stand there for about 15, 20 minutes, and you're gonna wait for a guy. He's gonna be in a black suit, and then you're gonna say this to him, and whatever that may be. And you're like, to the average person, they may think that's weird. Why would I do that? That doesn't that doesn't seem right. But you know what? I have nothing to lose. You know what? Fine. I'll try it. Let's just, let's just see what happens. And so you go and do that. And you wait for this guy. And then you see him. And you say the very thing you were supposed to say to him. And you know what he does? He hands you a check for $1 million. And you're like, what? You see, the thing is, sometimes things don't always go the way you want them to go. And see, because you always have help, what you don't understand is that there may be a reason why you may not win the lottery. There may be a reason why certain avenues don't work because your spirit council has a bird's eye view. That means they're from the top and they can see everything. They say, oh, okay, so you're trying to get to B. 
Okay, so you already got to A. Let's see now, how, what is the most sufficient and easiest way for, for us to get you to B? Ah, okay, you're gonna go this way. You're gonna talk to this person. This person's gonna lead you to that person. And then that person's gonna take you down this way. And then th that that particular direction is gonna open up this particular opportunity for you. For So then that you can get this. But anyway, I don't wanna really jump off track here. The, the fact of the matter is, taking this this foreign and radical information and applying it the sickness the disease and that's all mind that's the mind meditation which most people or should I say I think all people should be doing is meditating every day for at least an hour, two hours a day. At least that. And sometimes, actually, you don't even have to do it for that long. Take five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, and just meditate. Just sit quietly. And focus your energy. Ground yourself. Take time to be grateful. Take time to focus on the things that matter to you. Take time to feel good and to be happy. Take time to visualize your goals, your dreams, your visions. Okay? Because meditation is so powerful, more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Meditation with some people have healed themselves from certain sicknesses and diseases just by meditating. You see... Nothing here on this planet is normal and natural to us because we are not the body. But let me tell you what is normal and natural to the mind. Positive high frequency vibrations, positive thinking, inner knowing, meditation, okay? Positive affirmations, positive and high frequency vibrations. Those are good for the mind, strengthening to the mind, to the psychological mind, to the subconscious mind. See with me, like I said, with sickness and disease, I don't give it a second thought. And I realize that when I am experiencing what most of you would call a sickness or disease, I smile and I laugh, and but sometimes I get mad and I say, hey, you know what? I don't accept this. I am not okay with this. Whatever this is, I know that it's actually just a lower frequency. I know that in actuality, I'm not sick. I don't have a disease. There's nothing wrong with me. And I, I declare this in the midst of why I'm feeling whatever it is I'm feeling. And I declare this. I'm not sick. There's nothing wrong with me. I know there's nothing wrong with me because I'm not the physical body. I am not physical. I'm not tangible. I'm not human. So how can I be sick if I'm not the human body? If I'm not even human, how is it possible for me to be sick? So therefore, no, I'm not sick. Somehow I am having a lower vibrational fre uh, frequency experience. But am I sick? No, because I don't accept it. And I will never, ever accept it. But see, most of you, you take these really low 
uh, vibrational frequencies and you make it into a huge thing. Oh, I'm sick. I'm feeling this. I must be having this. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? Wow, you, you, you can't do that. You cannot do that. Tell yourself, even if you don't believe it, because you have to believe it in order for it to work and take form. Learn to step outside of the normal. Learn to step outside of this because most people will say this lifestyle, this is normal. Sickness, disease, growing old, that's normal. No, I'm sorry, it's not. It's nothing, there's nothing normal about it. bottom line is my objective for sharing the information that I share with people is because I want to see you do better I want to see you live better I want to see you have more there is no reason why anyone and I mean anyone should ever be struggling or living without or being sick or have some kind of disease because these things aren't even real did you understand do you know that when you quote unquote when you die you're going back, you're going to return to the form in which you really are, or you know, I won't even say you will return. You are going to come into remembrance of who you really are and what you really are. Who you really are, what you are, is consciousness. You're a spirit, a very powerful one. Your consciousness, your information. You are not the body. Think about it. I know some of you whether you choose to admit it or not, I know some of you have seen your loved ones that have passed on and they're not in their physical body. Even though what you are seeing may be may appear to be physical, but it's the spirit of them. They're just light, they're energy, but they're not physical. And they're happy. When you see them for the most part, they're happy. They're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. And they'll tell you there's There's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. We are not the body. Now, the understanding to most people may be, well, we're just using the body. Yeah, you're just using it. Like a character or avatar in a video game. You're just using this particular character to interact inside the simulation. That's all you're doing. You're using this character to play the game. That's it. You you are not meant to take it serious. Like if you're playing a video game and you die, I don't see any of you making a big deal as far as, hey, you know what? I died in a video game. Am I really going to die? Do you ever go to the doctor or your loved ones or anybody that you know, your friends, your coworkers? Hey, I was playing a video game and I died. Am I really going to die because I died in the video game? And they look at you like, are you crazy? It's just a game. But guess what? This life that you think is real, it's just a game. It's not real. Your spirit counsel, your spirit counsel would tell you, "Are you crazy? You're not the body. It's just a game. You're not real. Oh, you thought you were physical and tangible. You thought you were human. You're not." I just want the best for all of you. That is why I share the information that I share. Because I know what's coming. 
and I know the things that, that are going to happen. If you don't shift your consciousness, if you don't shift to another frequency, to another dimension, if you keep believing that you are human and you are not, <clears throat> you're going to have a lot of unpleasant experiences. And all I'm saying is this, I'm not trying to convert you. I'm not trying to say I'm right and you're wrong. No, this is not what this is about. I'm saying, hey, you know what? Try something different. Try thinking outside of the box. Try taking on a different type of perspective. Try doing some of the things that I've told you. Try meditating, even if it's for five minutes, 10 minutes, just try doing meditation. Now, most of you say, well, how do I meditate? Sit quietly. And you don't have to, you don't have to close your eyes, but just sit quietly for five minutes and take those five minutes and just breathe. Just focus on your breathing. Just sit down for five minutes, take five minutes out of your day and just sit there and just breathe. Focus on your breathing. That's it. Just allow yourself to breathe and be calm and relax. For five minutes, allow yourself at least that. Try meditating. Five minutes. Try doing it. When you have an experience in the midst of why you're having it, tell yourself this is not what this is. If it's a sickness, tell yourself, I'm not sick. I don't have a disease. Keep telling yourself that. Regardless of the conditioning that you may have undergone for so many years, just say it anyway. Whether it be out loud or to yourself, just tell yourself, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not sick. But when you say it, know it. Like you have to know it. You have to say, when you say, I'm not sick, you have to really know, I am not sick. And also when I say no, I mean, you really have to know, hey, I'm not sick. There's nothing wrong with me. Regardless of whatever you're feeling, it doesn't matter what you're feeling. Tell yourself, declare it. Say, there is nothing wrong with me. I am not sick. Even if, you've had, even if you have to repeat it over and over and over, even if you have to say it a thousand times, keep saying it. Keep saying it. And while saying it, know that every know that every each time you said that's what it is for you. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. I'm not sick. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't believe in you. You're just energy. You can't hurt me. Because guess what? It can't hurt you. It can't. It can't hurt you. Something can only affect you, honestly. Something can only affect you if you allow it to. So you have to grant permission in order for something to affect you. And if the permission is not granted, it can't touch you. Why? Because you won't allow it. You don't believe in it. You haven't put any effort or energy or focus or time into it. So therefore, it can't affect you. So when you are, whatever it is that you're experiencing, sickness, disease, it doesn't matter. Anything that you're feeling that is uncomfortable to you, tell yourself, there's nothing wrong with me. There's absolutely nothing wrong with me. I'm not sick. No, I don't. No, I don't have a disease. And here's the thing. Even with people around you say, hey, you know, um, like, hey, you know, you're sick. Hey, don't don't tell me that. Stop. Tell people to t tell people. Let them know. Hey, don't say that to me. Don't tell me I'm sick. No, I'm not sick. Even if they think you're crazy, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because the fact of the matter is most of you need to do this. 
Stop giving a care about what other people say and what they think. Who cares if they think you're crazy? Who cares if they think you're some kind of nut job? Who cares? You have to live your existence, not them. At your lowest point or even at your highest point, guess who's going to be with you? Yourself, just you. So who cares what people say? Who cares what people think? If they think you're crazy, so what? Hey, they thought Hugh Hefner was crazy when he told him, hey, you know what? I'm going to live in a Playboy mansion and I'm going to have all these young girls around me. People probably think, like, dude, are you crazy? You can't do that. And guess what? He did it. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people say. So if you have to, and somebody says, hey, you're probably sick. Don't, don't tell me that. Don't say that to me. No, I am not sick. There's nothing wrong with me. And keep saying it. And keep saying it. And keep saying it. And keep saying it. And the more you keep doing it, see, because when you say that, when you do that, guess who's listening? Guess who's taking that information and applying it every time you say that? Your psychological mind, your subconscious mind, your sales of the body. They're listening. It's, oh, okay. Because remember, the subconscious mind accepts whatever you tell it. So if you say, well, I'm sick, the subconscious mind says, okay. If you say, I'm not sick, the subconscious mind says, okay. So every time you keep saying, I'm not sick, I'm not sick, there's nothing wrong with me. I feel nothing. I'm absolutely fine. Your subconscious mind is saying, okay. It accepts what you are telling it. And so then what it does, it goes to work. And when I say it goes to work, now it's taking that information and reconstructing who you are, reconstructing you to build you back up. So therefore, if you ever was to have that experience again, the subconscious mind, your your dominant program would say, I'm sorry, uh, you can't stay here. And they're like, why not? Because we don't believe in you. Now take a hike. And so now your subconscious mind, your your psychological mind, now they are the ones fighting your battles. They're, they're battling for you. Now they are declaring unconsciously for you. They're saying, no, no, no. Uh-uh. So when any type of lower frequency tries to come in, your subconscious mind, your psychological mind say, get the fuck out of here. We don't we don't do that here. I'm sorry. We don't do none of that, none of that, that low frequency garbage here. Get out of here. And so therefore, whatever that low frequency is, it has to leave. Because now, because now that you've reconditioned yourself, now you are stronger. Now you are psychologically stronger. And now you're to the point where nothing can affect you now anymore. Think about it.